First of all, this is Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. Cameron Esposito. We got some great comics in back. They are also experiencing this moment. Let's hear for those comics. We didn't, you know, honest. Well, it's. We knew, you know. Our show's on a Tuesday. Yeah. Our show's yeah. on a Tuesday. It certainly is. We knew we knew a while ago yep. that this would be election night. Um, cause that's because of the date. Because of the dates. Um, <laughs> how days work. And how days work and how the election works and when election night always is. But um, we are surprised <laughs> about tonight. To say the least. We're surprised. I'm surprised about tonight. Um, (laughs) I think... I think... uh, Not... It's... It's within this president... Our current Barack Obama, he's our yeah, president yeah. right now. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that socially, so much has happened in the last eight years that it has been very easy to feel like that is happening everywhere, especially because social media is curated, and we forget that. We forget that we follow people, and people follow us, and it becomes an echo chamber, and the things that we believe are true are reinforced to us. Because it's not just the people that we know. Obviously, we put people around us that we have something in common with. It's not just the people that we know. It's also... You know, we don't watch the news anymore. We watch moments, and moments is, there's a guy, it might be a woman, but based on what I know about Silicon Valley, I think it's a guy <laughs> who tell, who figured out like what our moments are, you know, like what mm-hmm. we wanted to see, and they feed that to us, and then because of all that bullshit that happened to Leslie Jones, if you're somebody with a blue check mark next to your name on Twitter, and obviously we are because we're celebrities, um, 
Twitter finally put in some insulation around people that have a blue check mark, especially uh, to like to, for instance, flag words that are terrible words that people say to you on the internet. So it's gotten like better, like the internet is better now and safer, um, but also we're more shielded. And so I really, I, honestly, I just thought, I thought already we'd have her. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, I thought when we left our house at seven thirty. Sure. Yeah. I thought we'd already. I thought we were already gonna see her. I thought we were already gonna see her. Yeah, I thought I was gonna be like singing Annie Lennox's uh, number one hit, "Walking on Broken Glass." <laughs> but instead, I think I will be doing that over, as opposed to enjoying. You're feeling like, like you're walking on I, broken glass. I am glass. actually rolling around in instead it. of looking up through a ceiling. What's this? It's a hole. How right, can right. I even see What's it this? since oh, it's glass? A cement block just lowering on my head. Uh, it's bad. This is a bad feeling. This Not is good. a really bad feeling. I, I will be honest with you guys, the audience, about something that's true in my life. And I was honest with Rhea about it. And so I'll be honest with you about it. And you can't judge me. Uh, you can. Because you, it doesn't matter. There's no judgment. This is the real thing. Um, in 2000, I voted for George W. Bush. I am from a Republican family. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I didn't yet know I was gay. I was at a Catholic school. I'd never had sex ed. I didn't know about feminism. <laughs> and I voted for George W. Bush. So I've actually never experienced this before. Because remember when that other crazy shit happened with Florida and stealing the election? I... Won. I won. <laughs> I personally won for a very short time until I realized that we had all not won, that it had been taken away and that uh, the decision was made for us by other people. Um, this feels new to me. I've never experienced this before. You have experienced this before. Obviously, you're Indeed. cooler. Everybody knows you're cooler. And so you. <laughs> you didn't jo- vote for George W. Bush, but no, I I'm not. maybe more interesting. You know what I mean? Because. <laughs> Well, I mean, because it, I did, you know. That's frankly, a very, what, it, a, what a very topsy turvy sort of a story this. Quite is. frankly, it seems quaint by comparison to this uh, election now. But, well, uh, right, George W. Bush, not uh, the smartest <laughs> cookie, sure, in the box of cookies. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, it seems like family pressure uh-huh. and privilege put him in a position yes. that he was un fit for yes and then he just like really gave it his like a like he like gave it his best like i feel like if i saw him today i'd be like man you really get i would do one of these i would say heck of a job bushy um I don't he's, know. He he's, ab- he, he abstained from voting in the president presidential election this year, so I feel like I'd. That's a fucking huge deal, though, for a repu- a cur- a, an alive. I mean, first of all, I don't know the dead Republican presidents vote, but they might. I wouldn't um, be surprised. Yeah, but for a president to not to not vote sure, on party lines I, is yeah, bonkers. Yeah. That's totally that's bonkers. Uh, this feels awful for that reason. Um, Oh, so oh, he's kind of you know he's like a, he's like a he's like a television character. Like if you saw him on a show, you'd be like, well, 
He's going to get eaten by the yeah, Gorgon. I mean, like, you'd think for sure. He's definitely a television character that would probably be fired by that other television character. <laughs> he's Michael Scott. He's yeah, Michael yeah. Scott he with, Michael the, with the nuclear codes. Just obviously. Are we talking about, we're talking about Bush, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, Don, no, Donald Trump is not Michael Scott. Michael Scott's adorable. <laughs> Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Donald Trump is playing the character of Donald Trump. Uh, no, this is a person that I think is inarguably bad, and now I don't know what's wrong with me that I can see that. Like, how yeah. are we this different? Because I feel like we have the... Don't we have the same experiences? What about women? Don't women, when this whole thing happened and the pussy grabbing and then some people weren't sure what people were being offended by, like when people were like, don't be, when like Fox News was like, don't pretend you're delicate about the word pussy, liberals. And I was like, this is my job. This is, this is my job. Literally, when I heard Donald Trump say the word pussy, I was like, I didn't even, there was not a moment where I even registered, like in a bad way. There wasn't even a moment where I registered that a candidate for the president shouldn't say that word. Sure, yeah. Because it's my job. Yeah. I was like, killer set, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Love the news it's stuff. The, it's, the, it's, the, it's the grabbed. It's the grabbed part. It's the grabbed. It's the you can do whatever you want. If you're famous, they let you do it. Women are voting for him still. Yeah, they are. I mean, women wore shirts after that happened that said, Trump can grab me by my pussy. So again, Which, unfortunately, he would hate, is he would hate that. consent. So yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> that's, that's his least favorite thing. Don't you Not tell me that. what I can and can't do. They're really spoiling it for him, aren't they? They really are. Ruining the mood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Even I want to look in their eyes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so inarguably bad. I mean, there uh, was the reason like, I point out women, though, fifty-one percent of the population. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also. I just read something that there are twenty-nine states that have never elected a woman to Congress or Senate. Twenty-nine states. Sure, that makes a lot. Twenty-nine of sense. states. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Twenty-nine states. Right. Ugh. We're less than five percent of the most powerful CEOs. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Did, mm -hmm. you, did you know that? Mm -hmm. So when people are like, oh, Hillary Clinton makes money from Wall Street, like a little bit? She's Great. A, she's a sleeper agent. <laughs> she's getting in there. She's working, taking those dudes' money. And then, I'm not sure what she's doing next, actually. <laughs> Still too early in the night to tell. Um, we are going to keep you guys updated with uh, results. Um, are you checking currently? A right little now? bit, yeah. Here's I mean, the one thing I will say. Um, this is just an etiquette thing. Number one, all of the comics tonight understand what you guys are going through, and we're with you. We're in the same zone as you. I promise that every time we will come out here, we will talk to you and tell you what we know about the current state of electoral votes. Like I promise we will report it to you. Um, when other comics that are visiting comics are out here, the shittiest thing for a comic is looking out and seeing somebody on their phone. I understand where you guys are at, but do it while we're on stage. We, yeah. We're Straight lesbians, up. we don't matter. Like, 
is clearly what the country Pretty is telling we're not going to yeah, even we, exist. We're not even. So. Our, we will be forcibly divorced in uh, within minutes. And weirdly, are going therapy. to Mexico tomorrow for work. So we'll tell you about the wall. My point yeah. is. Um, hey Cam. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan. Yeah. Been, Thanks, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Hey, I thought I'd check in with an election update. Great. Great. Uh, they just called North Carolina and Florida, both for Trump. Ryan, can you tell us the current? Um, can you tell us the current electoral vote totals? I sure can. Uh, uh-huh. Hillary's at one ninety-seven. Trump's at two sixteen. Okay. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for doing that. By the way, first of all, thank you to Ryan. I asked him to interrupt us. <laughs> um, so again, you're clapping for Ryan. Uh, not for what you just heard. Uh, you're supporting Ryan, our friend, who makes this show possible. Um, God, this is literally the worst thing I've ever done to another comic. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> this is literally the worst thing, because you know what we should do right now? We should. We need to get the show started. No, I know we have to get the show. We have started. to like introduce somebody. I understand. And they have to come out here and tell jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they the audience is warm. <laughs> <laughs> they are stepping into a hot tub, right? Right. What was? What is this? Global warming? That's a hoax. My point is. Um, so you guys. You wouldn't be here if you didn't want distraction. Uh, and so I promise, like I said, that after this comic, we'll tell you if we know anything else. Um, so if you can stay off your phones, that's, if that's doable for you, I'd appreciate it a lot. I think that's going to make this person's life a lot better. Also, worst intro I've ever given a comic. I'm really good at this. This is like a special skill of mine that I really excel at where I'm like, oh, just like, you know, leave them in my hands. Um, but, you know. We are getting fucked so hard right now, and it's so awful, and I'm sorry to all of you guys. Um, Okay, are you ready to make laughing? (laughs) Are you ready to ha ha? And you guys are Ryan's family, yeah? You're Ryan's family visiting from Pennsylvania? Swing states. You know, Ryan is the reason, you know, he's uh, the reason this show is possible. He books the whole thing. His family is here, you know. It's on you guys to really show them (laughs) whether or not it's a decent show. It's not on us. We've come out here, we've been hilarious. Tight jokes. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Rhea, do you want to introduce the first comic? You sure? Oh, man. Oh, a little sweetie. No, no, I think you just gotta be, just give him, give him one smile so they know you're okay. There it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hilarious comic. You are gonna love him! He loves voting. He loves when things are not stressful. He's your favorite kind of guy. For the, I don't know any of this. I think it's, yeah, you're yeah. good. You're Guys, good. listen right now for Jack Knight. Give it Jack up for Knight. him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's up with y'all? <laughs> y'all, what y'all, what y'all talking about? I was in the other room. I don't even know. Y'all here kicking it? <laughs> ah. You know what? Honestly, I feel, I feel the worst for good white people who like wearing bright red hats. <laughs> you might just got a good ass red hat at the house, and he just took that from y'all. <laughs> Someone's gonna try and bring it back, like when Jordan did the Hitler mustache. Michael Phelps could be like doing a Hanes commercial with the hat on. <laughs> yeah, I feel it too. It's like, this is like doing uh, stand up underwater. <laughs> Cause I don't want to go like, ah, you guys like, ah, the world's ending. <laughs> but I don't want to be like too back be like, yeah, I know we're all dying. <laughs> so it's like this weird middle ground. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna stay right here. It's fine. <laughs> God, imagine. Imagine doing stand-up during the L.A. riots. That'd have been... <laughs> that'd have been an experience. <laughs> Just on saying, like, yeah, man, white people crazy as hell. <laughs> oh, duh. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing it. He's a... He's, he, he, I get it. Y'all should have yelled at y'all parents more. I'm gonna just say that. <laughs> Off the gun. Y'all left here. You should have stayed there and told them they were bad. Not by just leaving. <laughs> Sorry. See, see, it's the jump rope. I'm trying to figure out where to be. And like, I'm scared. I'm just trying to. We're fine. <laughs> we don't like it. We don't like that he's running. And we hate that he's gonna fucking do whatever he's gonna do. But think about it this way. Nobody in this room, nobody in this country hates the fact that Trump is running for president more than Melania. <laughs> Bruh, she was just at the house. <laughs> Chilling. Just being a gold digger. No one asked her questions. No one asked her to do nothing. She had golden walls, diamond tampons, scallops. <laughs> scallops. <laughs> Bro, you know how hard she worked at that position? You know how many billionaires she had to go through to get to that? She, she worked this hard to not read. Now she got to read all the time? <laughs> Bro, leave Melania alone. He goes down one escalator, now Anderson Cooper in her face asking about foreign policy. <laughs> God, she has to fuck Donald Trump, too. <laughs> and you be getting in her face about stealing fucking speeches. <laughs> probably like figure out a rhythm to fuck Donald stuff a whole bunch of hundreds in her mouth tug tug rub a hot blade against his thigh <laughs> she might be the first lady of the United States of America a gold digger the thing Kanye was talking about <laughs> the thing Kanye was talking about in a song is gonna be in the White House and she got to do first lady things you know what I mean? Like, they always just be talking to kids, you know, saying no to drugs. Michelle had fat kids, jump rope for Butterfingers and shit. <laughs> and now this lady got a... Good. I'm, I'm proud of her. Because, <laughs> like, you know, Hillary was really qualified. And then, you know, the rest of the country was like, nah. 
<laughs> but Hillary was going, if she, if she gets in there, when she gets in there, positive, when she gets in there, that was bound to happen. You know what I mean? But Gold Digger, that's, that's pretty tight. <laughs> Bruh, I would way rather her be on money than Hillary. <laughs> Go to the strip club and just make it rain inspiration. <laughs> you could be just like Melania, baby. His pocket's weird. I don't know how to do this. this is, <laughs> I don't know. Fucking Trump. I get it. It's, it's, we got all the way... We're that far with men. We, we got so far with men that that thing could do that. And then, like, his girl, who is also probably just a shitty person, too, could also be up there. Right? You know what I mean? And eventually, hopefully, we're going to have female presence, and we're going to continue to have female presence to the point that we are going to get the equivalent of a first gentleman just like Melania. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're going to eventually get there just this fucking douchebag Kevin Federline first gentleman <laughs> with just sweatpants on, eating cereal, giving a tour of the White House. Like, I'll be fucking the president over there. I'll be fucking the president over there. I'll be busting the president's back out over there. <laughs> the, only per- the only person the leader of the free world can't pardon is herself from getting this dick. Ah! <laughs> She's giving a state of union, baby, 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 baby. Tell me my mixtape. Go ahead, tell the tell the cut, babe, girl, girl. <laughs> Oof, okay, that was a whole bit. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever ever pulled teeth so scared before. You know what? I see you guys looking at the results. I don't blame you. I will be on my phone too. <laughs> it's fine. What if they're just watching a Lakers game? <laughs> fucking Jordan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to make sure everybody's okay and good. I just want to make pussy jokes, but I feel like this isn't the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just a young man as well make pussy jokes and then, you know. Misogyny showed his real face. He's just like, oh, I can't do pussy joke for like two months. Damn it. <laughs> That's what I'm most mad about. You know what I mean? Terrible white people have always been in charge in my world. This, honestly, I'll be, no, 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 it's not that. It's not, it's not even, don't make it a fucking, don't make it this. Actually, fuck it, make it that. I'm glad y'all are burning. No, 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 not for real, not for real. Ah, shit. Fuck. Fucking fuck, now I'm a fucking... In America, even. Just supposed to make jokes and then now. Huh. Yeah, so... Uh, liberal white people, uh, you know, welcome, welcome to being black. <laughs> you know, you get a lot of cool stuff. You can jump high. You know, you're, you're all pretty cool now. I don't Y'all just thought that hipster shit was just gonna run, huh? <laughs> Look in the mirror, it's your fault. Y'all were this that loud. Every TV show had to have a hipster. This is y'all fault. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. I'm gonna get off the stage now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm very opinionated. I didn't mean to be so opinionated during that set. You know what I mean? What I say? Opinions. Opinions are like assholes, right? <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Man, nothing funnier than a comic 
being mad that his political point is being taken seriously. You guys, one more time for Jack Knight, who was hilarious. Let's hear it for Jack. Ryan, do we know anything else? No. Do we know anything else? No. Okay, so we're still where we are. Guys, it's great that you're here. If you were at home, you'd be watching MSNBC. Number one, I have second best Rachel Maddow in the world right here. <laughs> she's the best real butcher, but she's the second best Rachel Maddow. Um, and it was nice to watch. Wa- we were watching MSNBC election coverage before this. It's nice to see Rachel, you know, just starting on my dudes. It's such a privilege to see like a, just like a butch dyke. Do you know how crazy that is to see that on TV? It's fucking rad. She has like, Shook's cool in her outfit, and I like it. Um, let's talk about how you guys are doing. How are you doing? Are you okay? Are you guys hanging in there? Yes? What did you do today? You voted. I see on your shirts. This crowd work is even terrible tonight. <laughs> Literally everybody here is wearing a tiny sticker that just says they voted. <laughs> oh, this job is hard right now. Uh... Who did you vote for? Just, I know, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, no, I, of course, yeah. I, this was a funny joke I was making. Um, it was your first time voting, that's amazing. How did it feel? How do you feel? Powerful for a second, and then whoopsie daisy, doesn't mean a damn thing, but you should still do it. Um, no, how was it? Yeah. Um, I don't know how you're supposed she to know how to fill out the ballot. Right. Yeah, so and then I left her to my own. <laughs> I didn't know you could like talk and like people. Like, yeah. It says not to do that, so I like, just stood there and waited for someone to like help me. <laughs> <laughs> how long did that take? <laughs> how long? It was just kind of struggling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I saw a photograph of Donald Trump earlier today, and it looked like it looked like it was his first time voting too. <laughs> Cheating off Melania's test. <laughs> or making sure she voted for him because he's terrifying. You know, just a terrifying person. Just checking to make sure his wife voted for him because she might not have. Because I don't think they talk to each other. <laughs> I feel like they're not best friends. Um, that's cool. That's cool. Congratulations on your first time voting. I hope that felt great. Uh, there's other st- awesome stuff on the ballot regardless of the presidency. You know, like pot is cool because it's on there. What you grabbed? You grabbed what? Did what? <laughs> what? I, read, I read before this show started, and I forgot to tell you that I read that it passed in Florida. Uh, medical marijuana. Medical marijuana in Florida. That's great news. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sure. In a, in a very weirdly not pro medical marijuana crowd for the journey that we've been going on so far tonight. Would have thought it would have been a standing O, but. I guess not. Florida people here, stoners. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the sentence you just said? Florida, oh, oh, you said, this is what you said. You just said, Florida people here, period, stoners. Right? Is that what you just said? Yes. Got it. <laughs> well, for once, you don't have to prove it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know why I said for once you don't have to prove it. Nobody's ever been like, oh, you're a stoner? (laughs) You can kind of tell. Uh, People are usually, obviously, stoners in some way. Hello! 
Did you just get here, little sweeties? I'm not upset about it. Didn't someone just come in? Am I, am I, oh, hello. How are you? I'm sorry, because you're staying. Damn it! You know, the World Series and now this. Um, who's saying woo? Like a, like a ghost? What was that? Where was that coming from? My, my wife is from Ohio. She's back. I think she's the ghost that was just backstage. Um, so we were watching the World Series, and it was your team that I can't even say the name of. Um, uh, maybe in Trump's America I can, but, um, uh, or versus my team, which was the Chicago Cubs. And she's a much bigger baseball fan, but my team won. And so that was terrible. And so now this. How are you guys doing, little people from Ohio? Yeah, that's a funny way to enter the room. Is it just because of the election, or is that always what you do when you're late <laughs> to a place you just go, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> we walked here, it was long. Because <laughs> I feel like that would be a very long walk. Uh, I don't feel like that. That'd be a long walk. I, I don't even know what's real anymore. Miles? You know, I'm just like guessing. I feel like that'd be a long walk. You might be a stoner. That's a stoner. It's a long walk from Ohio to California. I've just all properties and physics and laws that govern the universe. I'm questioning everything and I don't know what's right and wrong. And anyway, so uh, what are you guys up to? And how are you? We didn't check in yet. Yes? <laughs> I'm fucking losing my mind. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I'm not doing okay. I'm sweating through my shirt. You're a little worried about me? No. If you, how often do you come to this? First time? Okay. No, this is actually just what I'm like. <laughs> I mean, I'm like nervous right now. I'm affected by this emotionally. But if, you're, if you've at all been like, whoa, she seems like kind of short and meandering with a button down. That's me. That's me always. The only thing we haven't gotten to yet, yelling. <laughs> well, that might be later. Um, Jack Knight was so worried about like making a you know grandstanding, but that's literally the you can base an entire stand-up career on that. It turns out. Um, you know, which I am thinking about the positives uh, if this does happen. There's literally only one positive, which is that it'll be great for my career. <laughs> like, we'll all be fucked. I'm not happy about it for any of us, but I just want you guys to know, like, like lesbian who's legally married and, like, has some status, it's, like, honestly a harder sell. Like, I've been both, and just, like, sad, like, underserved lesbian, like, very kind of illegal, small lesbian. Like, just sitting in Hollywood, they love that. That sells. <laughs> Got 10, 12 shows on the air. <laughs> you guys are, you're an awesome crowd. Uh, we're gonna, what we're gonna do is bring out my friend. He's gonna tell jokes, it's gonna be amazing. He's hilarious, you guys are gonna love him. And then after that, I'll update you if I hear anything else about the election. I, and I will be looking back there and Ryan will tell me as well. How are you guys doing as an audience? Great, ready to see more hilarious comedians? We're here together. 
honestly, if I was at home, I feel like this would be worse. I'm just really glad to see your guys' faces. You look smiley and lovely. Hey, that's great news, because this comic is, he's so very funny, and we've laughed a lot backstage. Uh, it was nervous laughter, laughter in seeing each other's faces and just realizing the situation that we're in. But other times, I've laughed at him for a lot of other reasons, like jokes, just great jokes that he was telling, punchlines. <laughs> so let's hear right now for Will Weldon. You guys hear Will. Cameron for getting my exact intro correct for once. I've laughed at him, not just nervous laughter, but sometimes backstage nervous laughter, also punchlines. I gotta tell you guys, I, so sometimes as a comedian, you're like, what crazy situation can I imagine having to do comedy in? Like, like I, I've like, I have OCD, and there was a period of time where I was constantly thinking about being horribly burned in a fire. Uh, to the, and, but I was doing comedy at the time, so I was like, well, I'd have to say something about having like burns on my body. So I wrote five minutes of burned face material in case hypothetically one day my face was horribly burned in a fire. Uh, and another situation I used to always wonder about is like, what was it like? Like, what would it have been like to have to do stand-up comedy on September 12th, 2001? And I think tonight is the closest I will ever get to knowing what that is like. Because the general mood is very grim. It's a very grim mood. We're having a very grim mood. And I know you're probably like, white guy seems... Straight or bi curious, maybe. Um, I'm an immigrant. I'm a Canadian immigrant. And don't I swear I will lobby Justin Trudeau as hard as possible to legalize polyamory so I can take as many of you with me as possible if I have to. This also, can I also say? Three weeks ago, I started reading The Handmaid's Tale. Terrible timing for that. Not a lot of Margaret Atwood fans. Or maybe it was just not a good joke. I don't want to be Bill Maher right now. Really? Listen, this is a long-standing grudge of mine. Bill Maher cannot accept when one of his jokes bombs. They could be the worst joke in the world. He goes, really? Really? He'll also make a joke about the president and then go, but I kid the president. Like it's the 1930s. I fucking hate Bill Maher so much. I fucking hate Bill Maher. Um, who odd? Not a Muslim, I'll tell you that much. Bill Maher hates them. Uh, Bill Maher's a piece of shit. A low-key, the most annoying headline I've seen today was we're all backstage. It was hilarious. Before the show, they have a, a TV in the back that shows the main room. Literally all of you were looking at your phones. <laughs> Every single person in this room was on their phone. But we were also, so who are we to judge? And then I like refreshed CNN and it was like breaking. And I was like, oh shit. And then it said, California goes to Clinton. And it was like, that is not breaking. <laughs> That is the most expected outcome I could possibly... Uh, like, what? why get my 
hope there's no joke in there. I blew it. <laughs> Fuck that up. So I understand. We're all stressed out. I don't... I'm not a super political guy. Let's do a thing right now. Let's talk about my dog's dick. <laughs> because it is fucked up. My dog's dick is nuts. Here's the thing. My dog's dick, I was married, I got divorced, it happens. But we had a dog together, and when we got divorced, he started getting weird and like, he was like nervous. He was like a classic child of divorce. Like he would get upset when we were together and talking. He became very clingy. I'm sure if he'd had access to them, he would have started like smoking cigarettes and shoplifting. But he also, there was this thing where it was like his penis was out a lot. And it was like, that's weird. Because like he's a dog. And generally they just don't always have their dicks out. I was like, eh, whatever, fucking. It happens, you know? Then one day, I come home, and I discover my dog has learned to jerk off. Not like, bleh, 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 like lick his penis, the way a not-hell dog would do. My dog is taking his paw and rubbing his penis with it. And he's rubbing it so hard, you guys. So hard. He's rubbing it so hard that if anyone in this room wanted a hand job that hard, they would have to hire a dominatrix because no intimate partner would be comfortable putting you through that. It was nuts. And here's how I, I walked in on him doing it, and it was crazy. So you're probably like, well, he's jerking off. Why does that matter? Here's why his dick was sticking out all the time. Because when he was jerking off, his dick was coming out so far. Like he would jerk off and his dick, and listen, my dog has a big dick. And I know that sounds like a weird brag, like, you know what they say about guys with uh, dogs with big dicks, you know? But it's not. It's not a brag. It's simply true. You know how I know my dog has a big dick? People tell me my dog has a big dick. Do you know how big a dog's dick has to be for it to override the part of someone's brain that's going, don't talk about this dog's dick. And replaces that with, I gotta say something about this dog's dick. So it's out so, so far. And the other thing is there's no carpet in my home. It's all like fake hardwood. So he's like hunched over and rubbing and the friction is so much that it's making him like spin in circles. And his dick, like he's like, you know a music box where you open it and the ballerina is turning? It's like that, only instead of a ballerina, it's a dog jerking off. He's like spinning, he's like, yeah, see you in a minute, man. So I yell at him, because all of a sudden I become like a, a prude. I'm like, no! And he's like, ah. So I'm like, he probably won't do that again. Now that he knows he's not supposed to. Ignoring the cardinal rule of masturbation, which is, it doesn't get good until someone tells you you're not supposed to do it. So he's like jerking off all the time. I like leave the room to wash my hands. I come back. He's like, I thought you were at the store. Like all, any opportunity he has. And because his dick's always out. One day I call the vet and I'm like, hey, my dog's dick, it's always out. And the vet goes, oh yeah, yeah, that can happen. Uh, what you can do is you can like pinch the base of the skin and then like pull it up and sort of pop it over. It really bummed me out the way he phrased it like a dance craze. Like, pull it, pop it, pull it. Like, I didn't like it. So I was like, well, do I have to? 
And he was like, well, I mean, if you don't, your dog's dick will get like lesions and rot and fall off. And I was like, so yes, I have to. Don't act like I got options here where you're like, well, I don't know. How do you feel about your dog's dick falling off? So I do it. I put my dog's dick back into his body. And I asked the guy, I was like, hey, what do I, should I use? Is there like a thing I should use or something? He's like, well, you could uh, go to like CVS and buy some KY jelly and use that. And I was like, no, I can't. No, I can't. Other reasons aside, you know why? Because they're going to know why I'm buying it. Some, I'm going to put it down on the counter and they're going to be like, this is for a dog's dick, isn't it? And I'm going to be like, yeah, but if I don't roll it back in, the doctor says it'll fall off. And the vet or the CVS guy will be like, yeah, right. And if I don't fuck my cat in its ass, it won't be able to shit anymore, buddy. Get out of here, prevert. So I use olive oil. That's the other thing. I use my roommate's olive oil. That is the least virgin olive oil in the universe. My dog's dick. It's a metaphor for America right now, if you think about it. But don't, because I'm out of time, so I gotta leave before I finish the bit. So let's just act as if that was all a bit I did to act as if my dog's dick was a metaphor for America. Thank you very much. Well, well then, you guys, let's hear for Will. Um, what's going on? I saw even on my little phone that some stuff has happened, Ryan. Do you know what's going on right now? Do you have the current? Yeah, it is, uh, they called Washington for Hillary. And, um... I'm just, like, people going, okay. <laughs> Georgia for Trump. Yeah. It's 209 Guys, to this wasn't a surprise. What is it? 209 to 238. Okay. I will say that Detroit... Ann Arbor and Flint have not yet reported, and also in North Carolina, there are about 93,000 votes that have not been uploaded yet. So I do think that, just for a, like a drop of just realistic commentary, I think that we are going to be counting this for quite some time, because I think it is going to come down to the vote, like vote by vote by vote, in some states. Well, Rhea, <laughs> what are we going to do? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I well feel number like... one, I'm moving my mother and my aunt out of Ohio as soon as possible. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do, number one. They're from Ohio. <laughs> um, um, yes, right, exactly. Well, sure. I remember the... I know, it's... What feels... Whose side and why? Tell me. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> what was it? What was the feeling? Oh, I'm really stressed. I know, oh, I know. Sick. Completely understressed and sick. I'm sorry, dude. That's right. What do you... I... Yeah. What are you stressed about? What's... What is... What do you feel is... What do you feel is on the line in this election. Like, I don't know how many people's lives are going to feel, like, ruined tomorrow morning and they wake up. Yeah. 
That's how I feel too. Yeah. Guys, this is a very hard stand-up show to do. <laughs> You're right. Um, that's a really good way of putting it, actually. That's really brilliant. Uh, I don't know how many people are going to feel like their lives are ruined. Because, you know what is weird about this election? Not weird. What it, I, I'm only 35 years old. Uh, I don't know who here is older than that, but maybe you could tell me. Uh, in the past, have there been elections where like one candidate like specifically named different types of gr- groups and types of people and said like what he was going to do to them and also why they were bad? Like I don't mean like I think McGovern. <laughs> I don't or even Wallace. I mean <laughs> wrong name. I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. <gasps> right, other than Hitler. I yeah, wasn't yeah, actually yeah. alive was during that. for that, but I've read about it a lot. <laughs> read about it a lot. I we make these movies it. where we're so proud of ourselves, and we make these movies where this is, you know what? After this, no more fucking Nazi movies. No more Nazi movies. I had my fill of Nazi movies a couple years yeah, ago, yeah, but done. now I'm done. Let's get because we always make movies that's white people going over to fight other white people because mm-hmm. it's like the last time we were really proud of ourselves. Ooh, what, a, what would it be we like if white nice people were oppressed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. Like. Who's oppressed though? What? I mean, in like not in like the. Right, but like for sure yeah, that did happen tower. and it was bad. No, Wait, no, what? I, no, no, I mean in the... Fi- never mind. I'm sorry. I'm I very like, stressed I out. I feel like I you're so stressed you just accidentally denied the Holocaust. But no, it's, that's not what I meant. But I, I know that's not what you meant, so just because this is a podcast, I just no, I, yes, I was talking the man, yeah, yeah. about the man in the high tower, which is like... See, Hitler now that was a stretch being, from yes, what you I'm said. Sorry. It was a stretch, and I'm so I'm, sorry, that's not what I'm I your meant. wife, and I, I will like always make vomit. sure that you don't accidentally like deny the Holocaust. And that's that why not... Donald Trump should not forcibly divorce us. Because if we're not together, who is going to make sure that you don't, under yeah. stress, accidentally forget to say the man in the higher tower? And I did say it. It just say, it it got, came, but it happened off. after. No it one came, heard it. No, said I said it, it before. We were just both talking because sometimes we do this very funny thing where we, where we talk at the same time. time. Yeah. Maybe what? I need to not do that tonight when I'm yeah. talking about the Holocaust. Right. Which maybe she just, just, she just comes up wait. from there. She just comes up from there. Which didn't happen. <laughs> Goes back down into mumbling zone. The audience is like, wait a minute. That was a very weird. They were like in a lot of pain and it was a very real show, very honest. People were really like struggling with stuff and then right in the middle. <laughs> right in the middle. Rita so really very uncharacteristic so. shit. <laughs> very strange view. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, we, yeah, we believe that that happened. Uh, we're really sad yes, about it. Yes, I'm sorry that even <laughs> happened and came up. I didn't mean it that way. I apologize. I'm very, I'm under a lot of stress. I, what I meant, what I was talking about yeah, was yeah. that in superhero movies, a lot of times it's sure. like Superman fighting a Nazi or like, you know, whatever, Brad Pitt, other types of superheroes fighting Nazis. <laughs> How many times has Brad Pitt personally fought the Nazis? Yeah. It's been like so many times. times. Um, and I just feel like it's because as Americans we make those movies because then we can go see them and we can feel real good about ourselves. Yeah. We forget that we've, we've done a bunch of bad shit. Yep. Are you okay? Because you seem to no, be... No, I'm not. What I you're mean, doing I... is you're hitting yourself right in the middle of your forehead. Like accidentally denied the Holocaust a second ago? And I don't Sweetie, know how that even happened. you didn't mean to. It's, it, that's not what you're trying to say. I know yeah, you. Yeah. 
Um, or do I, you know? Um, Well, can I tell you like a wild thing that I just, I don't know. I don't sure know. Sure you can, Charlie Shane. <laughs> Actually, never mind. That was the funniest thing that could come out of that. No, so. <laughs> no, I want you to tell me a wild thing. No, no, no. I mean, no, it's like a political thing, so never mind. <laughs> I'd rather just joke about Charlie Shane okay. at this point. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You seem like you want to go backstage. What do you want to do back I want to go back somewhere. I don't know. (laughs) Back in time? Actually, no, I want to go forward, and then I think that's what's so scary about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, you're right. I, like, forgot that that's even a... So here's my next question. Will he wear a presidential hat? (laughs) You know they have that hat in a glass case in their, like, where their party's going to be. The hat is in a glass case. It's like the most super villain thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Because people were tweeting out the photos of the two different setups and Hillary's was like, so great, you know? And it was like, oh, awesome. And then like they showed his and it was just like a video of just like trash everywhere. Like they hadn't even set it up yet. Because honestly, like I saw- Wait, but wait. I would, I and then go they back rolled the out like a, a rolling thing, like, a, like you would see in a museum, a, a wooden thing and then the hat in a glass case. Like a over to the side of the thing, like, like that is going to be part of the, I don't know. It's terrifying. I swear to God, I will never wear a red hat again for the rest of my life. Like it will never. I know. Never what, what teams have red hats? The Cardinals. Cleveland has an alternate. They never wear it. They prefer the racist one. <laughs> I knew we were going to get there next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Angels, the Washington Nationals. Well, wow. Boston has an alternate. But actually, like, now he's started wearing different hats. Yeah. It's so funny if you can laugh at it, which I can't. Yeah, it's difficult. What I was going to say is there was, like, a photo that came up on MSNBC very early on, like, when he was, like, winning a string of states, and they showed a photo from inside their, like, watch party or whatever. And everyone in the Trump watch party looked as surprised as we are. Like, they all were like... (laughs) Actually, all of them were shocked, and then, like, the the camera was shooting this way, and then Mike Pence was like this. So what the fuck was Mike Pence looking at? The hat, Bunch of pizza. Bunch of pizza. Yeah. Bunch of pizza not going to gays. Um, We ordered all the pizza for not gays. Um, well, you know what? Listen, this, I still believe that this is maybe not going to happen. I still believe that we can perhaps be with her. Uh, there's hope. There's totally hope. There's a chance. There's totally hope. Can I bring up another positive thing? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if she's the Senate or Congress. I don't know what she is, but I'm No, I think she's a local legislator. About it. Whatever. Yes. She's the first Somali Somali, woman voted to fucking government in this. It's a a slim glimmer of hope. Right. And also, Arpaio is out in Arizona or New Mexico, wherever that was. I will also say this. I still believe that she, I still believe that she can win. Yes. Uh, Let's see. That would be amazing. Um, Here's the fourth point. If she doesn't, 
If she doesn't. Yeah. I actually believe that the worst thing that could happen to Donald Trump is that he would be elected president. Yeah. True. Because, like, he, he, has to do he doesn't job. want this job. Yeah. He's been running to Trump up <laughs> his businesses yep. and launch his television I network. Yes. I truly believe this. I truly believe he does not know anything about government. None. I truly believe he thinks you can build walls and charge them to other people, but he builds buildings for a living. So you would think if it's not something well, you could do with a building, it's probably not something you could do from the government with a wall. A wall is just a fraction of a building. Right. It's <laughs> a great point. Uh, so if for some reason we have to deal with this, yeah. uh, he will be having a worse day. Also, his income will be limited because you can't just get a bunch of sh- stuff while you're president. Yeah, after we'll he's president, maybe we'll get to it see those be. tax returns. That's one upside. No, no. I know. I'm, I'm trying to make a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, well, we have uh, Ryan. By the way, anything happened since we've been up here? Just want to check in. No. I'm okay. happy about that for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Trump just won Wisconsin. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah, let's. Seems we really like some do sort have of to, like, British interloper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm just kidding. No, I, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. We should think... have known. It happened to you first. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, ha 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 So it's just a matter of time. <laughs> Do you know what I just saw today was um, like one tiny way that Brexit has affected no, yeah. the UK, which is in Toblerone size? <laughs> Did you guys see this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Toblerones are smaller and have less pyramids in them because of Brexit. <laughs> they can't afford it. They can't afford your pyramids. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, you're on, you're, you're, you're Toblerone, you know what I mean? Um, You're on your Toblerone. Yeah, thank you. That's what I was trying to say, but you said it, you got there. That's what I was. You guys, I told a goddamn joke tonight. I am a fucking hero. It took a while. It was hard. Are you checking Wisconsin? Is that what you're doing, sir? Great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we're gonna, hey guys, you know what's wild is like literally, uh, we have one comic left. One Usually comic. we have five comics on yep. the show, but because of tonight, some shit. It's just a little different. People like needed to have their own space and yeah. time. And this is what's amazing is that these comics all came to perform yes. for you yeah. as opposed to sitting in their homes. Yeah. Uh, and so that's amazing. Stress eating because Everybody could have not shown up, um, and I would have been totally chill with that. Would have totally understood. Um, but this next comic is hilarious. He is, I think, uh, second to <laughs> Rhea Butcher Absolutely. in hairstyles. Indeed. And third, he's the third Rachel Maddowist. Yes, he is. <laughs> Rachel Maddow in this room. Uh, do you want to do the intro, Rhea? I think it's you. You, you guys, give a yet. warm welcome to Nick Yusuf.
Holy shit. I mean, what other way is there to start? Fuck, dude. I was sitting in the back, like, waiting to, to come on, you know? And I'm like... I was having one of those moments where I'm like, you know, I've fucking been doing comedy for so long and I've like gone up in every possible circumstance. You know, I've followed like really, really famous like people that like people really love. And I'm like, how am I going to be able to follow this? You know, like guys like Louis C.K. and and like Dave Chappelle and all these people. And I'm and after you do that a few times, you're like, there's nothing left. I've followed everybody. And then I'm standing back there and I felt my heart start to kind of beat in a way that it hasn't in a long time. And I was like, you know what's harder than following Dave Chappelle and Louis C.K.? Following the downfall of Western civilization, everybody. <laughs> That's literally what, like, you guys are just yelling shit like, he took Wisconsin. I can hear everyone going, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to go up there and be like, hey, everybody. Dude. And I can hear it in everyone's voice. So like, he doesn't have Wisconsin yet. It's not. He might. Like we we're we're acting like we we just maybe found out like our significant others cheating on us, and we don't want to believe the evidence. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where you walk in and you're like, well, the fucking he, there's a tie here, babe, and it's not my fucking tie. That's how it fucking feels. It's unbelievable. It's un. That laugh went on too long. That's like, that's the guy that left the tie, I think. <laughs> that's the one Trump supporter in the room. Get the fuck out! String him up from the... All right. Um, dude, I was just starting to get fucking comfortable with the idea that white privilege was like on its way out, man. I really was. Like, I'm Middle Eastern, and... I've been traveling the country for a long time doing stand-up. Um, I'm Lebanese, and I grew up here. But, like, there were parts of my life, like, in the early 2000s, you know, let's say, like, right after September 11th, where I was, like, afraid to go places, you know? If someone was like, hey, you're going to Kentucky to do comedy, I'm like, do I have to? Like, can I just not ever go on the road ever? And then I would, you know, and I, I kind of would, would realize, like, oh, it's not that scary. You avoid, like, the smaller towns and, and things like that, and it's not that frightening. But I would get looked at weird, you know? And then for a while, I went by the alter ego Nick America to kind of, like, offset that a little bit. Because Yousef's too Middle Eastern, you know? You can't have that shit. And then after a while, you kind of let go of it, and you're like, it's not that bad out there. We're, you know, we're, we're in a post-racial America, is what everyone likes to say, right? Racism's, like, becoming a thing of the past. But, dude... These motherfucking Midwestern and Southern white people just looked at it slipping out of their fucking hands, you know? Not anything that they deserved, you know? Like, they just, t they, they looked at all the extra that they had, you know? All the extra privilege and the extra rights and the extra, all that shit. And they watched it just kind of slip away, and then fucking Donald Trump comes in and goes, hey, I can keep all that for you. And everyone was like, all right, let's just show the fucking true colors. Take it all back. It's fucking depressing, man. Now I feel like I'm gonna have to go through that again, you know? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to like parts of the country where like, and it's been happening this year, you know? Like the rise of Trump has led to audience members, you know, coming up to me after a fucking comedy show, you know, where you're like, I flew here to bring joy in your stupid fucking lives. They weren't stupid at the time. At the time, you're like, you're great people, you know? And 
they've come up to me afterwards. Like, not a lot. I, I don't want to say it's everywhere, you know? Because you go to big cities, it's, it's like here for the most part. The accents are a little heavier and the barbecue's way better. That's really like the <laughs> biggest difference for the most part in big cities. Raleigh, you know, like Charlotte, Miami, places like that. But like, you'll have people come up to you, man, and they'll, they'll look at me like, I don't know about you. I'm like, I just fucking spent an hour making you laugh. There was that new material that didn't work well in the middle, but whatever. I spent like 54 <laughs> minutes. And they, and so one guy told me this once. He goes, he goes, look, man, I just, I just don't know. What's the, what's the last name Yousef all about? And I have to like backtrack and fucking tell him things like, it's, I'm Middle Eastern. Is that okay? Like, does that change the fucking jokes I was telling about pussy? You know, like, what's the fucking difference? Well, I don't know, man. And then I got to tell people stuff like, you know, because in a post 9-11 America, you got to remind people that there's such thing as Arabs who are Christian. You know, a lot of people forget that. A lot of people go, well, I don't know. And I go, look, if it helps, I always say this, if it helps, I'm the Christian kind of Arab. And they're just like, like, that's a lie. Like I just told them, (laughs) what? Because, you know, I go, because spoiler alert, dude, uh, Christianity fucking started over there, motherfucker. (laughs) People took it elsewhere. Some people held on to it like my fucking family. You know, I don't yell it at them because I'm afraid. Uh, (laughs) But you tell them shit like that. But they look at me. When you say Christian and Arab to some of these people, they look at you like they're staring at a sign that says Chinese food and donuts in the same sign. They're just like, I don't know. But trust what's going on in there. But fortunately, I'm like, you know, I'm pretty fair-skinned for an Arab. You know, I'm not really hairy. I'm like, I'm like McDonald's commercial Arab, you know? Like, <laughs> Which helps. Like, it's shitty. But, and it took a lot of work, by the way, whitewashing myself. Jesus Christ. You live in America through the fucking 80s and 90s? You spend years just fucking getting rid of the Arab, you know? You go to school and a kid says something like, you smell like garlic, and you like, smell like garlic, gotta get rid of that, you know? You're wearing Oshkosh, like Oshkosh isn't cool. Get the fucking Levi's, you know. Don't look like an immigrant. Don't look like an immigrant. And then by 20, you know, 2020, by by, by the Obama era, you know, you're just like, it's fucking cool, dude. It's fucking cool to be different or what they said was different, right? It's cool to be, I think. I'd be walking down the street. I'm like, fuck you, white guy. (laughs) Go with your fucking stupid polo shirt. You're fucking white, dude. You're not fucking cool anymore. I was just starting to get comfortable with that. Fuck. I mean, I hope it doesn't go away. I want to be positive, but like, it's just fucking, you know, just be positive. Just, it's just love, man. You know what? This might happen, but we just got to like, pre- we got to preach like in practice love. That's what we got to do. We just got to <laughs> just fucking go up to your neighbor and hug him, man. That's it. Just like spread love. And you're like, that's a nice sentiment, you know? But in January of 2017, love might be illegal, you guys, so I don't know what to fucking do. (laughs) I don't know, man. I had to tell a guy this. I had to tell a guy, um, he was questioning my values, you know. He goes, I don't know, man, the the last name. I just don't know where you're from, man. It's it's never anything personal, right? Something personal. I just don't know what your values are all about. And I go, dude, I grew up in Los Angeles, California. I don't fucking have any values, you know what I mean? My values are like tight pussies and like fake tits and rock and roll. Those are just the first three that came to my head. I went to California public fucking schools. 
I don't even know where the Middle East is, really. It's not the Far East, for sure. I know that. Context clues tell me that right away. It's not the West East, because I just made that phrase up right now. No one's ever said that. It's not Middle Earth. I know that. That's where hobbits are from. Middle Earth also might be what America looks like in the next. Okay. Listen, man, I'm sorry if I was a bummer, but um, we're going to go from basically fucking, we're going to go from like white privilege going downhill and be like, yeah. And we're just going to go backwards and be like, no, I have it worse again. I have it. It's going to be a contest. Who has it worse? Well, I might get fucking deported. Fuck you. So anyway, this is the last set I'll probably do in the United States of America. (laughs) Okay. I honestly, thank you guys for coming out during um, the... um, the last free comedy show in the in the world and or in America at least and for you know being like having a, a good positive attitude and fucking sitting here and laughing and listening to me complain and be funny and mostly complain but uh, <laughs> thank you and you know be safe love each other all that stuff good night Nick Yusuf you guys guys one more time for Nick Ryan, do we know anything else? Um, no, it's 209 to 244. Okay. Um, fuck. Okay. Listen. Minnesota's still a toss. Um, 209 to 244. Okay, so... <sighs> We're gonna... First of all, round of applause one more time for all the comics who came out tonight. <laughs> Um, I just want to say something to everybody in this room because we do draw like a really awesome audience. We draw an awesome audience and we're so grateful to you guys. And we also put this out as a podcast. So there's other people that are going to listen to this that aren't in the room tonight and they're going to know the results that we don't yet know. And they're going to have seen this speeches and they're going to be living with this new reality, which seems so scary right now, which might happen. And um, the one thing that I will say is that, you know, I started doing this job to fight. I started doing this job to fight. You guys are here because you care about that too. You'd be anywhere, you could be at your house. Uh, You could not be listening to a tiny lesbian married couple uh, tell you (laughs) jokes. You could be anywhere. You could be at the comedy store, which is a great venue, but it wouldn't be this. It probably wouldn't be like comics crying on stage. Um, But you chose to be here, um, and that matters, and I'm not going to stop fighting ever. Uh, Literally, my life depends on it. If I change your minds... If I change other people's minds, if I get up on stage and I talk honestly about who I am, it makes me safer. That's what I've always been trying to do. Um, So that is your mission, you know, going forward, is just to be honest with people about how this feels um, as women, uh, to be honest with people and to not stop talking. Like, it feels like during this election and during the last eight years, we have started talking about things that I never heard about before. I'm a white person. I am a fucking privileged, like, I, I grew up in the suburbs, and it was just a very white suburb, and I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know about the police and black people. I didn't know what that was like. I didn't know what was going on there, and now I know much more. Um, and watching this campaign, watching Donald Trump's campaign, has shown me so much 
about what it might be like to be Muslim in this country. Like, I, I, I don't know that firsthand. Um, so what we have now is information. We have more information than we had uh, before tonight about how people feel. Um, and so we know what we can work to change. Because I believe that this was, uh, all of these votes are votes out of fear. These are people who don't want to lose power. Well, I'm sorry, eventually you don't get a choice. Like, straight white men may have stolen this country to begin with, but you don't get to keep it forever because we're fucking here. We're already here. There's no wall that you can build. We're already fucking here. So make your presence known. Um, be big and take up as much space as possible. Be polite, don't harm each other, but take up space. Be honest, keep talking. This election has been important. Whatever happens, it's been important. And uh, we're gonna get through this, whatever it is. How does that sound? Um, thank you for just being here during this like kind of speech sort of a thing. Uh, we love you. Be safe getting home. Uh, Rhea, do you have anything else that you need to say or want to say? Or I don't know. I don't know what to say. Okay. I think it's going to be okay. I don't know when, but I think it's going to be okay. Well, the way that it's going to be okay is making it okay. Yeah. So um, if Donald Trump does win, he will still have won by slim margin. So there are all these people who didn't agree. So we just need to keep talking. And we need to not bury our heads. Because uh, we're still here. We've been here the whole time. You guys, uh, one more round of applause for all the comics on the show. Right? <laughs> one more round of applause for Rhea Butcher. And you guys, Cameron up to you today. One more time. We're here every Tuesday night. And a lot of times, it's very different in both tone and scope. Way different. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you for coming all the way from Pennsylvania. Stay strong, you guys. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> 
Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.